Hey, it's Neil Saavedra. You're listening to KFI AM640, The Fork Report, on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, it's The Fork Report. Of course, The Fork Report is, it's a sanctuary. It is a time for us to kind of shake off the heaviness of the week, whatever's going on in the news, whatever stress you have, and come together and celebrate food. People that make it, the culture behind it. We talk about everything from, you know, cooking things at home, baking at home, to cocktails, little, if you like, you know what I'm saying, little, 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 hi, how's your father? And everything in between, going out to eat, you got to celebrate food, you got to focus on local places. If we don't go out to eat, the local economy dies. Hospitality is the corner cornerstone stone uh, the cornerstone of the local economy. And that's why we always talk about and support local places when you get a chance to do that. It's always a good thing. One of the parts we celebrate about food is global food and different drink and food trends all over the planet and how they affect us here, how they make their way to here more and more with the technology we have to move food ingredients from one part of the world to the next. We get to enjoy enjoy more food with different flavors, different profiles from all over the world. And we find out about these things a lot of times when it comes to travel. And there are entire networks that their focus is to take us to places that we've never been to before and learn about these places. One of my favorites is when they combine traveling with food. And a great way to see that happen is on a show called Food Relay. The host is with us now. She's a comedian. She's an actress. She's a chef. And she's the host of Food Relay on Go Traveler. Her name is Paige Murtaugh. Paige, welcome to the Fork Report. Hey, Neil, and hello, everyone. You? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing no, my, wonderful. How are you? My pleasure. Well, you were born out here, right? You were in L.A. I was. Original. Yeah, West L.A., uh, UCLA Hospital. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Look at that. And And then you moved to Arizona and then came back here? Yeah, so I moved to Arizona shortly after I was born and then moved back to L.A., I moved a lot as a kid. I'm the daughter of a single mother, so we moved around a lot. And I think that that is one that is one thing that gave me the capacity to travel was moving so much in my life. So, you know, being young, it was hard moving a lot. But now as an adult, I see it for the blessing that it was. Well, it sure gave you the bug, I imagine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um, travel does that, you know. Once you find your groove with it and how you like to travel, you can't help but feel that snowball effect. Yeah, I'm infected. I've got the bug. Yeah, you you know, what's funny is you have a, a very charming way about you and you have this um, this energy where is it easy for you to meet people and come into their homes or because it, it just seems like you become family immediately on the show. Oh, thanks, Neil. Yeah, I heard your your intro. You called me a little nutty, and yeah. um, that's funny yeah, because my, my <laughs> one of my nicknames growing up was Peanutty. So, yeah, I think that my you know borderline obnoxious personality, but very warm presence, has gotten me 
into some amazing places. I mean, uh, as the host of Food Relay, getting to travel to all these countries, meeting chefs and families from across the globe, and getting invited into somebody's home. Like, that's such a big honor, and I don't take it lightly, because they invite you in, they share their culture with you, they share their story, and then the world feels a little less strange. And it feels smaller, I imagine. And to see you, okay, so for those that don't know the premise of the show, and stop me, Paige, if you think there's, if I'm not giving, doing it justice, but really you're going from place to place, learning about the culture through food, and then taking that Mm -hmm. to the next place. So that's where the relay comes in. You're taking what you've learned and you're passing it into the next show, uh, or at the end of the show, rather, tying it into... Uh, another culture and having them experience that culture through you. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah, just imagine uh, in a relay race, someone passing a baton. So that's exactly what we're doing with Food Relay. We start our adventure in Serbia. Then we bring, and in Serbia, I get to meet the local Serbs. You know, they teach me about the cultural influences, the Ottoman meets the Austro-Hungarian culinary influences, And then many, you know, (laughs) many segments included me drinking booze early in the morning. So maybe that was not uh, the greatest idea. But, um, yeah, so we get to go all over the city. They show me the markets. We're looking for ingredients. And then at the end of every episode, I cook a meal with cuisine from my last destination. So in Serbia, I cooked the Serbs a Thanksgiving meal. And I don't know if you have ever tried to shop in another country. Well, you know, it's hard to find some very basic ingredients um, that you might need. So there's all kinds of mishaps and misadventures and triumphs of searching for ingredients in the show. Yeah, it's it, it, that is part of its charm. And I actually like I have done that. I have been in other countries and said, well, we'll just go grab this. And it's like. You know, don't they a star <laughs> right. Trader Joe's? And it's yeah, always exactly. interesting to go to the local market and say, hey, do, can I have the cow in parts rather than the whole thing? Oh, you don't sell it that way? Okay, I'll break it. I'll fabricate it myself. But it it is neat to, to see trying to find that, you know, what we would consider a traditional you know, Thanksgiving meal and trying to find that somewhere else and at least bring those homey flavors and the like together. I, I think as you connect with people and you find out, um, you know, what, what they're going to make for you, one of the things that I noticed throughout is there is a, a look of intense pride, uh, pleasure mm-hmm. on people handing you something or sharing something <laughs> with you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, these recipes, a lot of times they come from their family, you know, like in Greece, which was the third episode, I get invited into a family home, this woman called Demetria, we're in uh, northern Greece in Thessaloniki, and she invites me into her home, she's pouring wine, we're cooking and dancing, and we make this dish called yemista. So yemista is stuffed vegetables with rice, meats, herbs, tomatoes, uh, diced tomatoes. And it's just this 
and it's baked until it's really soft and you drizzle it with the olive oil and there's potatoes and it's just this vibrant, colorful dish, which to the people in Thessaloniki, it symbolizes being home in the summer. It is, Yemisa is eaten in the summer. So it has that nostalgic, I'm home again feel. And, and that translates to when I was eating it too. Wow. It really is interesting bringing those flavors and textures. Also, you know, we celebrate food on this show. And, you know, <laughs> on average, you do a radio show where you're talking about food is an odd thing because we don't have those visuals. But you just there as you're mm, talking about mm-hmm. the textures, uh, those flavors, even the olive oil on there, uh, you know, bringing those pictures into people's heads. There's something I think we recognize Faces are the first things that we learn when we're a kid. And the second thing is food Mm. and texture. You know, there's something about that, that when you describe that, I can picture that exactly in my head. And I'm like, I want to eat that thing. What she just said. (laughs) I want that in my mouth. Yeah. That just sounds like a a great (laughs) combination. Okay. So hang tight. We're going to get some news. We come back. We're going to talk more with Paige Murtaugh. She's the host of Food Relay. We've talked about Go Traveler on the show before. You can go to gotraveler.com. You can see the first season there that actually ends up, and we'll talk about this. Actually, the sixth episode ends up in Los Angeles there on the pier Mm -hmm. in Santa Monica. But You can go check it out there, but I encourage you personally to do what I did, and that is download the Go Traveler app. And that way, when you go into a doctor's office and the TV's on and Joanne is putting shiplap up on somebody's house again, you can go, I'll just watch Go Traveler on my own, and then I can pick what I watch. So do that. I encourage you to check that out, and you can see Food uh, Relay there. And see Paige Murtaugh doing that. We'll come back. We'll talk about uh, more about the program Food Relay, but also what Paige is up to now. She's a comedian. She's also a chef. And we'll get into that as well. So go nowhere. You're listening to The Fork Report with Neil Saavedra on demand from KFI AM 640. Hey, everybody. It's The Fork Report. All things food, beverage, and beyond. I am your friendly neighborhood fork reporter, Neil Saavedra. How do you do? I'd love for you to hang out with us on social media, whether it's Threads, X, or Instagram, where I tend to be the most. And yes, it is me on there. You can find me at Fork Reporter, at Fork Reporter there. I always love connecting, whether it's during the show or during the week. And you can find me now as a permanent fixture on the morning show with Bill Handel, But right now, we are chatting with my guest. First time she's been on the show, Paige Murtaugh. She's a comedian. She's an actress. She is a chef. And she's also the host of Food Relay that you can see on Go Traveler. I recommend downloading the app and doing it there because then you could take it with you to places that have bad TV on, like doctor's offices and things like that, or when you're enjoying two-and-a-half-hour wait at the DMV. In our lovely city, you can do it there, too, and you can watch Food Relay. All right, Paige, so you you go through, there's six episodes. You go through and you start, uh, as we talked about, and um, you go through Sri Lanka and you go through Mexico and you end up in Los Mm -hmm. Angeles. Going through that in its entirety and walking through all those different places was it a shock to be home and bring it here? Do you think LA is a, a place that receives different cultures easily? 
Of course. I mean, L.A. is so diverse. You can experience almost almost all the global flavors in a, you know, 20-mile radius. So, yeah, it made sense for the show, I believe. It made sense for me personally since I started my journey on life here in Los Angeles. And, yeah, I mean, I get a sense of being in a different place every time I go to a different town in L.A., yeah, it is it, a lot of people because, you know, born and raised. So I'm a big pro- proponent of L.A. And I think we have the the greatest food scene here in the country. I a lot of my friends on the East Coast want to gripe about that. But <laughs> uh, I like to push it back in their face. The thing is, that's different is we're kind of spread out. But if you go to different parts of Los Angeles and Southern California, you really can find authentic world cuisine from everywhere. It just is not all on Melrose or all in Silver Lake or, you know, any of these locations where you in New York, you can kind of go to Manhattan and get just about everything or nearby and Greenwich Village and the like. But it, it is a really neat place when it comes to culture and food. So what oh, was absolutely. what was your your favorite thing bringing back home to Los Angeles? My favorite thing bringing back home to Los Angeles culture-wise? Yeah, food wow. or culture-wise, what was one. the one thing that you were excited to bring back to friends and family here in LA? Well, what I was really excited to bring back was Cuban cuisine. So in the Los Angeles episode, which is the final episode of the entire season, I cook a Cuban meal that I learned uh, of food that I learned when I was in Cuba and Cuban food that I cooked was what I learned how to make in Guanabacoa, which is just a little about a little bit outside of Havana or Labana as they call it. And this place is really unique because Guanabacoa was the birthplace of Santeria, which mm-hmm. is the, the religion um, endemic to the island which is a blend of the Yoruba tradition, because a lot of people that live in Cuba, you know, were brought from Africa. So they brought with them their food, their tradition, um, but they kind of had to hide their, their religion and their tradition because they were, you know, being persecuted for practicing their own beliefs. So they hid behind some Catholic symbols. So it looked like they were praying to Catholic gods, but they were really praying to their own gods. And very much like how the people of Cuba are very spiritual with their practices, they're also very spiritual with their food. The cuisine that they eat there in Guanabacoa, the, a lot of the cuisine they eat is also favorite foods of the gods. Like, for instance, in Los Angeles, I cooked some malanga fritters, um, which are like a fried root. They kind of taste like beignets with a little bit of honey. And Oshun, she is a Yoruba goddess. She loves honey. So when they cook this meal, it's like they're dedicating that dish to Oshun. Or I also learned how to make a okra stew, kimbombo. And okra is loved by the god, the god Shongo. So I just, what I really love is just all the intentionality behind the cuisine and all that it means to them, their spirituality, their identity. So I had to share that 
with some of my friends that I gathered with in Los Angeles, which you can catch on the sixth episode of Food Relay on the Go Traveler app. Um, and one of my friends who joined us, comedian King Hassan, mm-hmm. he had actually traveled to Cuba as well. So we got to kind of share some similar experiences of the amazing place that is Cuba. I love the word you used, uh, intentional. And there's something about that in food uh, throughout religious feasts, throughout all kinds of culture, uh, the intention that goes into the food as to what it means, what it's mm-hmm. going to impart to someone else. That's an excellent word. Uh, we're up against the clock. It was a real pleasure. I hope you take time to come on the show again and uh, come into studio. Maybe we'll bring like some uh, some of our food places that come in and you can come and talk about food with us. And of course, Anytime you're going to be doing stand-up, I know you do some stand-up at Flappers here just down the street from the station and the like. Anytime you do it, let us know. Just hit us up and we'll make sure people know about it. All right, Neil, I would love to share a meal with you. And thank you so much for having me. And everyone go check out Food Relay on Go Traveler. Thank you so much. Paige Murdaugh. And uh, you can find out, do you have a website or things you want to make sure people can find? Right now you can find me on Instagram at Paige Murtaugh, P-A-I-G-E-M-U-R-T-A-U-G-H. And I would love to chat with you. So just send me a message. I'm also a private chef. That's mainly what I do here in Los Angeles now. Um, So, yeah. And people can book you through your Instagram? Yeah, just shoot me a message. I do private events all around L.A. and meal planning. Um, Actually, the food show is really what catalyzed me into being a chef. So um, I love very it. grateful to Food Relay and all the adventures. And thank you. Oh, no, my pleasure. We'll talk again. I have great faith right. in that. All right, my friend. Thanks for taking uh, the time. I would that is uh, Paige Murdaugh. And you can find out more about her show, Food Relay, on GoTraveler.com and, of course, the Go Traveler app. We'll be back with more. So go nowhere. It is The Fork Report. I'm Neil Saavedra, KFI AM640. You're listening to The Fork Report with Neil Saavedra, on demand from KFI AM 640. All things food, beverage, and beyond. I am your well-fed host, Neil Saavedra. How do you do? Don't forget, you have our friend Tawala Sharp with SoCal Saturdays coming up at 5. And then our buddy Steve Gregory takes over at 7 from 7 to 9 with Unsolved. And yet another friend, Clay Rowe goes ahead and does before the coast and then on into coast to coast AM. So basically what I'm saying is go nowhere, no reason for you to leave. All right, this is going to be a shorter segment, so I'll take this one so that I don't belabor the issue. But many of you were very kind to ask me about my health when I saw you during the holidays. It was really fun because of Postathon and the like. I was out quite a bit from hanging out at Wendy's, to uh, hanging out the entire day with the cast and crew of KFI there at the Anaheim White House with Bruno for Katarina's Club to, gosh, we went to Smart and Final, multiple Smart and Finals out there in Orange County. So it was really nice to see everybody, but you, you all are just very kind to ask about it. So I thought I'd give you an update for 2024. I am feeling great. Uh, I'm in a good place. All my numbers are wonderful, whether it is blood pressure, which is something that you have to battle when you are dealing with my particular disease, which was uh, and is, I suppose, is polycystic renal disease. So it's genetic. There's seven kids in my family. Five of us have it. So five out of the seven kids got it. My dad had it. I have nephews and nieces that have it. 
and you go on dialysis first while you're waiting for a kidney. Thankfully, I was on dialysis only for 10 months because a very sweet human by the name uh, of Julie helped me out and donated a kidney. She and I have since become friends and I adore her because she's an amazing person. Uh, that it put me in uh, a great place. So just before the pandemic in, I think it was December 13th of 2019, I got the kidney transplant. And then of course the, the pandy hit. So I had been in indoors already. My When I was ready to go back, they said, my bosses said, why don't you stay home until we figure out what this is going to be. And it turned out to be a pandemic. So all of those things put me on the road to healing and I was doing great. I had lost weight and then started to put it back on. And one of the things that I found out most recently in July was that I had uh, something by the name of hypothyroidism. And normally that causes you to gain weight. So that was corrected. And then I was diagnosed with new onset diabetes. About, I, I don't know what the percentage is, but when you get a new kidney, when you get a, an organ, a solid organ transplant, you your body wants to reject it because it sees it as foreign, even if it's a match, even if it's from family. And so they give you pills that are anti-rejection. One of them is Prograph, uh, and I take Prograph. Another one is I'm on steroids. Well, those two things mess with your sugar levels. And although I don't have diabetes in my family and have never been diagnosed with it, African-Americans and Latinos are at a higher risk for this when you get a transplant. So I had seen other family members go through it and expected it to happen at some time, had hoped that it wouldn't, but it did. And with that came new medication. So medication for my hypothyroidism and a medication called metformin for diabetes, uh, I started dropping weight very quickly. So I'm down from 280 to, as of today, 237 and a half pounds. So that's since July. Then recently they put me on something called Monjaro, and that is one of those drugs that you've been hearing talked about a lot, like Ozempic, that are for diabetes, but also help with weight loss. I've been out for two months, maybe lost two pounds on it. The vast majority came from the met, maybe the metformin or whatever. Some doctors say, no, you probably would not have lost that amount of weight, but whatever it did, my chemistry changed and I went back to a more normal high weight for me, which is 250 or below. And um, that's what's happening. So if you see me looking thinner, I hope it's a healthier thinner. I didn't want anybody to worry because you all are so amazing and, and way too generous and kind with your prayers and, and thoughts. And I feel great. Um, it took a little while to get balanced through all those things and the new meds. But I wanted you to know if there, you're on the path of diabetes or if anything like that, if I can help you or talk to you or anything like that, I'm happy to do share whatever I know. But I just wanted to thank you to those who were asking and let you know that's what I'm on. I would love to say, oh, I'm taking the stairs and running and all these things. That's not the case, although 
I feel a thousand times better when I do go to exercise or I do move around or I go out with Max and Tracy, my wife, and we do things. I'm feeling a thousand times better, sleeping better. And uh, for what it's worth, worth, that's where I'm at. Uh, but I know a lot of people are taking these pills for weight loss, which is great if that's what your doctor prescribes it for. It sure is going to be a part of my health, too, is to shed the weight. Um, but I wanted to let you know so it doesn't give the false impression that I'm, you know, pumping weights or something. That It's the medications that are doing it, and I'm thankful to them and to the science behind them that are helping me feel better. And I hope to uh, switch that and pour that into getting back under weights and and building myself back up to be a healthier me and if that motivates you in some way great um, if you just start cheering me on i appreciate that because we need to do that for other people you have to root for other people for success so thanks for the love and support and happy new year to you uh, a bit of news that's a little sad when we come back about one of my favorite stores i'll explain that so go nowhere it is the fork report i'm neil Savedra, kfi am 640 you're listening to The Fork Report with Neil Saavedra, on demand from KFI AM 640. Neil Saavedra here with you on The Fork Report. We're always happy to share thoughts and ideas and celebratory comments about food, local cuisine, world cuisine, of course, eating out with each other, going to, you know, celebrate events and the like with each other at different restaurants and bars that made it through 2023 really sad to see a lot of them uh fall apart and have to shudder and 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 sometimes it's not like this implosion sometimes it was just like the huffing and puffing and saying we've worked really hard to try and stay and exist through everything and all the changes and all the hoops that they had to jump uh jump through 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 the pandemic obviously and then and then just couldn't anymore and some of it, it ties into people making changes in their own lives. And one of those stories is about our good friend, Kim Peoples, there at Vom Foss in Claremont. And I mentioned this on Bill Handel's show. And if you didn't know, I'm now a permanent part of the morning show. Wayne Resnick has uh, semi, mostly retired. He'll still be there on Mondays to do, do they have a case? And he'll do fill in, obviously things like that but i am now a permanent member of the morning show crew and i told bill about this and it, it's such a bummer he'd been to the shop as well there in claremont the good news is uh, kim is making decisions for her own life and and writing a new chapter for her life so i'm sure it's bittersweet on her end as far as you go as far as i know it's it's done at the end of January. If I'm mistaken about that, uh, you can call the store and find out for sure. So uh, pretty amazing. And I love their stuff. I will continue to love their stuff. I know some friends of hers own the one in Ventura and own the one in San Diego, I believe. So those are some other op options for you for this uh, beloved place. I have just been such a huge fan of Kim, and she's a lovely human being and a faithful and spiritual and thoughtful individual. 
and treated her crews her crew wonderfully and all of that so if you want to go in and get yourself some high-end spirits get yourself some um, wonderful uh, foodstuffs they have vinegars they have oils uh, gourmet foods i bought a lot of uh, seasoning from them this past year um, did uh, the vast majority of my family's gifts I did at Von Foss this year? Not, and I will tell you this: full disclosure, I pay full plot price. I didn't, I don't even get or ask for the discounts that you guys get for telling them about my show, because I try and support them as well, and um, just really enjoyed all the things. Everybody always mentions how great they are. Um, we send them off with love and prayers. Uh, to Kim and the entire crew as they shutter this wonderful loca- location of Vom Foss there in Claremont. Uh, we love you, Kim. Uh, bon voyage, wherever you might be going, and enjoy. It is The Fork Report. I'm Neil Saavedra. This is KFI and KOSTHD2, Los Angeles, Orange County. You've been listening to The Fork Report. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 2 to 5 p.m. on Saturday, and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.